We have eight Bitcoin headlines as the world's largest cryptocurrency continues to slide towards $30,000. How low will it go? How did the FBI get the private keys of the criminals who pulled a ransomware attack? And what does former President 45 have to say about Bitcoin? Yes, it is time now for the world of cryptocurrency news in 15 minutes or less. And I'm not a financial advisor. I'm veteran newsman Gavin Dawson. Welcome in to the CDN. All right, please hit that like and sub on the way in if you have not already. That sure would mean a lot to us. Well, let's take a look at the coin 360, get a good look at what's cracking in the crypto space here, a visual representation. Let's go. Dad, Nancy, it's bad. It's so bad. There's blood everywhere. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up. It, it is bad. Look at this. Bitcoin 31.8, ETH under 24 now, DOT, Internet, Computer, VeChain, Binance, Doge, ADA, XRP. Can anybody escape the terror of the market right now? Let's take a closer look at winners and losers. Do we have any? Do we have anybody managing to stare into the abyss and pull out a dub? How about Theta Fuel? Up 20% doing the bull dance. Shake your money maker. Thank you, Theta Fuel, for proving to the rest of us that it is still possible. Arweave making a nice move as well, up 8%, sitting at 19 bucks. The rest are straight up losers on a day like this. Most are down at least 10%. Tezos, Solana, VeChain down 15 to 17%, though. Luna and Rune missing over 17% of their value from just 24 hours ago. How about a look at Bitcoin dominance? Because where BTC goes, everything flows. It's sitting at 41.61. Pretty much uh, been trading sideways, but now suffering a significant dip starting Monday night into Tuesday. Then that is generating significant fear on the BTC Fear and Greed Index. Where are we? 13. We were trending back into the 20s last week, but it is back and greed is nowhere to be found. How about some crypto news you can use, though, as we begin to investigate why is it dipping again? Why? Will it not start moving to the upside more? I have a theory I'll give you here in a few minutes. Leave a comment down below on, on what you think is up with this. But yeah, the first headline, Bitcoin slides 7% after the U.S. seizes most of the colonial pipeline ransom. A little bit of clickbait there. It's not clear if it's cause and effect. And after the headline grabber, the folks at CNBC did retreat from directly correlating the two events, writing, the reason for the move was unclear. Okay, thanks for the headline then, tips. Okay, clickbait alert. But anyway, it's good journalism still, just mindlessly annoying. It may be related to concerns over security of the cryptocurrency after U.S. officials managed to recover most of the ransom paid to hackers that targeted Colonial Pipeline. Court documents said investigators were able to access the password for one of the hackers' Bitcoin wallets. The money was recovered by a recently launched task force in Washington created as part of the government's response to a rise in cyber attacks. The digital currency is now up only 14% since the start of the year, though it has more than tripled still in price from a year ago. Next headline, U.S. recovers millions in cryptocurrency paid to the Colonial Pipeline hackers. I put this in so we could get a little bit more background on that part of the story. Last month, Colonial Pipeline paid millions in crypto to hackers that were holding their system hostage in a ransomware attack. The group named Darkside Network had left the money in a Bitcoin wallet 
which doesn't make sense. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The government, though, used that address to track down who owned it. Colonial Network provides roughly 45% of the East Coast's electricity, so it is a big organization to being held ransom. The attack was ultimately traced back to a group of Russian hackers that go by the name Revile. Uh, the Justice Department also established a ransomware and digital extortion task force in April, carried out the seizure of the cryptocurrency involved. And the reason it could be highly concerning for investors is, hey, did the feds really start this task force last month and they're already hacking into private keys? It's highly suspect, highly unbelievable. There is likely more to the story that is not being reported, but the task force is happy to get the dub however they did it and warned this problem is getting worse and they need to continue strengthening their efforts. They want access to the network. You know, that's what the feds do. Okay, what else could have caused the slide? Again, I have a theory in, in just a second, but the headline here, Bitcoin suffers steepest drop in 10 days as U.S. monetary policy causes short-term jitters. That's the story from Coindesk. They point to a couple of things. China continues its crackdown, but also... There's a lot of talk around the world, including G Germany's Deutsche Bank, saying the U.S. could be in for one of the worst inflationary periods in its U.S. history. That's not new news, though. That's been a conversation piece for months, maybe over a year now. Here's my opinion. Big money knows that this inflation is going to crush the U.S. economy, the dollar, probably the stock market. They need time to accumulate. They can't all just buy at once or the price would soar over 100000 maybe over 200000 in no time. So they're taking time to keep the price down. And whenever there is any kind of FUD, they jump into sell mode, try to create panic so retail investors will sell their Bitcoin to them at that price. Any negative headline of substance can be exploited by institutional money. And so far, they haven't accumulated enough. They still need to buy lots more. That is going to take time. So now, as we sit in this holding pattern, whenever it starts to approach near 40, any headline, any kind of news, institutional investors are jumping in, sell off, create the panic. And now over time, it's driving it lower and lower. Could it go below 30? Absolutely. Could it get under 20? Most analysts don't think so, but some do, okay? How about we re revisit an old friend with this next headline for more on how low it could go? Bitcoin drops below 36,000 as century-old financial model be, uh, predicting a, a big BTC crash. They write, a push to 40 to 42 wouldn't even protect Bitcoin from risks of undergoing a major price decline later, suggests our old friend Richard Wyckoff. The Wyckoff distribution model, we covered it a few weeks ago, and it's a pattern you have to respect, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if it's true. wouldn't surprise me at all if things collapse under 20. But if you're wondering, how should we react to this news? Markets are impossible to predict. Wyckoff's been around for over a century. It could go up, could go down still. Wyckoff doesn't have all the answers. It certainly appears the pattern is in play, but what we've seen over time is that the crypto markets keep growing. And there are no fundamental reasons to believe it will stop. It's nearly half of its all-time high right now. How much better of a buying or holding opportunity do you want? You know, if the Wyckoff folks had been nice enough to alert us when the price was in the 50s, hey, this is heading to the 30s or the 20s, maybe at that point you look at it and say, well, we're just slightly down from the all-time high. Selling now, I could farm 80% more Bitcoin by just waiting until it's at 35 or under. That would be a, a great opportunity, a hot trade alert. But that's not where we are now. 
You know, you buy now, you hold now. There is still plenty of room to grow before we even approach the all-time high. What are the big boys doing, though? Okay, does anybody have my back on this? Warren Buffett of crypto, Mike Novogratz, sees a looming Bitcoin price catalyst coming. The crypto investing pioneer and former hedge fund manager gives us a terrific series of quotes that we can use for optimism. He says, institutional money is wildly important. Let me give you some numbers. Total crypto market cap, that's Bitcoin and everything else. About a trillion and a half. That's 30 basis points of total global wealth. 30 basis points is nothing. For that to shift to 2% or 3%, which I'm fundamentally of the belief that it will, you need institutions. They own all the money. Novogratz contends a lot of institutional players and hedge funds piled in around the $9,000 level back when hedge fund manager Paul Tudor Jones first laid out his investing thesis and advocated Bitcoin's digital gold use case back in May of 20. A year later, it was at 60, and the urge to ring the cash register is such a deep-seated human urge that that's what happened, he said. And so we see these kind of step function moves, and then we'll see a long period of consolidation. That's where we are now. And you're waiting for the new narrative to arrive that brings the next wave of money, and I think we're in one of those periods right now. Because the big wealth in America, 50 to 80-year-olds, they typically work through RIAs, Registered Investment Advisors, they're slower to buy in. That trend has started. The ETF just makes it easier. And so, yes, if we had an ETF tomorrow, the price would go higher. Okay? That's one Mike, Novogratz. We'll go to another one. Big Mike himself for the next headline. MicroStrategy plans to raise another $400 million to buy Bitcoin store in the crypto potato. We just talked about this in Saturday's video from Miami. It's just a matter of time before Michael Saylor makes another big buy, and he has. Here he was on the first day following Bitcoin 2021, tweeting, MicroStrategy announces proposed private offering of $400 million of senior secured notes to acquire additional Bitcoin. So what Big Mike has done, he's just doing fundraising now with his investors, raising money that will be paid back in the future, and Viola, he has hundreds of millions more to purchase more Bitcoin. He did the same thing earlier this year when he bought a billion dollars of BTC. They currently own more than 92,000 Bitcoins at an average price of 24,450 per coin. So they're doing quite well, right? They understand where this thing is going in the long-term future. Yes, if you're buying Bitcoin now and hoping to get rich in the next couple of weeks, couple of months, or even couple of years, maybe it's not the investment for you. But seeing where it goes, if you zoom out on the charts, that's why the two mics are still so bullish, maybe especially bullish at a time like this with the price half of the all-time highs. On that note, next headline, Kevin O'Leary, Nothing will replace Bitcoin. His quote, I don't care if it goes down 20,000 or up 20,000. I'm not selling. One Bitcoin is one Bitcoin and I'm in it for the long run. Mr. Wonderful, one of the speakers at Bitcoin 2021, gave the quote to several outlets. He's recently committed 3% of his portfolio to Bitcoin. Elsewhere, Bitcoin users will get help relocating and working in El Salvador says the president here in this Cointelegraph story. The big headline was the announcement that Bitcoin revenue would not be taxed because it is, after all, a currency. And the president saying crypto entrepreneurs will get immediate and permanent residence, a move that spurred interest from figures such as Tron CEO Justin Sun and Binance CEO Changpeng Zhao, among others. Uh, Central American countries now FOMOing into adopting Bitcoin 
as an official currency. As we look at the next headline, Panama joining El Salvador and Paraguay in Bitcoin adoption. With the question mark there, thestreet.com with the story. Yeah, uh, Monday, Panama Congressman Gabriel Silva saying they must act quickly so they don't get left behind in Central America. Quote, this is important. And Panama cannot be left behind. If we want to be a true technology and entrepreneurship hub, we have to support cryptocurrencies. We will be preparing a proposal to present at the assembly. If you are interested in building it, you can contact me. This came just hours after Paraguay's Deputy of the Nation, Carlos Antonio Rejala Hellman, has hinted that the country will start working on a big project involving Bitcoin and PayPal this week. He said the project would innovate Paraguay in front of the world accompanied by a photo of himself sporting Bitcoin-themed laser eyes. So it's moving very quickly with uh, international governments. And uh, speaking of governments, we conclude news you can use with a headline from Donald Trump, the former U.S. president, says Bitcoin looks like a scam. Quote, uh, Bitcoin just seems like a scam to me. I don't like it because it's another currency competing against the dollar. Essentially, it's a currency competing against the U.S. dollar. I want the dollar to be the currency of the world. That is what I've always said. and I don't know about you, but it sounds like fake news to me. So let's carry on. We go to the Neighborhood Watch. Ran from uh, the Crypto Banner team tweeting, I tried to convince Anthony Pompliano. I really did. Did I succeed? The full interview here. Here is a clip of that interview. But when you see things like NFTs and you see things like DeFi, surely you look at this with your Bitcoin lens on and go, hold on a second. If I'm Bitcoin maximalistic, I'm not getting the benefit of NFTs. I'm not getting the benefit of, of DeFi. I mean, the, the, but, but for this is the big misconception. Bitcoin is the most popular DeFi application in the world. I'm more of a DeFi investor than most of the people who claim they're DeFi investors. Because guess what? Bitcoin's also the only truly decentralized system. All the other stuff is sort of decentralized but they've made compromises and trade-offs to get faster throughput, cheaper fees, but they are not as decentralized as Bitcoin. So in a sense, Bitcoiners invented DeFi and Bitcoiners are bigger DeFi investors. What about NFTs? What about NFTs? I mean, surely you're watching NFTs and you're saying, NFT is one of the biggest revolutions in the world. A year before it became hot, I came out and I said, digital art is going to be massive, right? But I don't, I don't see that as, uh, you know, a, a protocol. I don't see that as um, competing on innovation. It's art. Like, but the sucks. platform is Ethereum. The platform that, that no, enables all this. No, it's not. The largest seller of NFTs literally said, Ethereum does not work for us. And they went and they created Flow. They, okay. comple- they completely left. And that's what's happening to Ethereum. Ethereum is going to be the MySpace of this space. If- Bitcoin maximalism really hitting its peak coming off of Bitcoin 2021. And the hype around BTC is awesome. It's refreshing. It's, you know, a, a fresh of, of breath air after the recent FUD and, and pessimism surrounding the, the price drop. But Maxi's pretending you don't need any other crypto is just weird. Bitcoin can apparently do it all, right? Vitalik Buterin, Charles Hoskinson, Gavin Woods, Silvio McCauley, all geniuses, apparently all wrong about the need to do something other than Bitcoin in the world of cryptocurrency. So we'll move on. Cryptos are us uh, here in the neighborhood watch uh, asking the question, did you buy Bitcoin at the top? What should you do? You can tune in right there as George is going to break it down for you, how you handle that situation moving forward. And let's finish with a shout out to an artist from Bitcoin 2021 at Greg Mike. Done. Final photo of the 100-foot wall I painted the last few days for the Bitcoin conference in Miami. A 200-plus cans of spray paint and four days. Hashtag 
Bitcoin 2021. Pretty cool. But, you know, between the art gallery and, and this mural and a couple of other pieces, it was awesome to see in Miami that in a world of, of tech and nerds and, and greed and money, really, we still have time for art. And uh, I guess we do have NFTs to thank for that. But don't think Ethereum. Isn't that right, Pomp? And thanks again to everybody for making Bitcoin 2021 special. Can't wait for next year. Cheers to you if you made it to the end of this video. Cold beer coming right up. Salute. At ease to you. The Crypto Daily News is now available in audio-only podcast format. Remember, none of the preceding messages, financial advice. It's just news. So until tomorrow, for Will Riggs and the entire GD Crypto News team, Covering the world of crypto one Satoshi at a time. I'm Gavin Dawson. Salute.